It's your girl Latoya V, and I am the Press On Girl, and I am so thankful for you joining me again on today on another episode of In the Press. And I'm thankful to God for all that He's doing in my life. I always just want to give Him the praise, the glory, and the honor that He's so deserving of. I thank Him for family, for job, for transportation, for finances, just everything that the Lord is doing in my life. I'm thanking again you so much for being so supportive and continuing to tune in on each episode of In the Press. And I had someone recently ask me, what did In the Press mean? And I just want to say again that In the Press means that no matter the obstacles, the challenges, the situations that we face in our life, we have to remain in the press in order to be victorious. You cannot allow the things of this world, the hindrances in our mind, the things that come upon us, the people that enter our lives to stop us from pressing towards everything that the Lord has for us. And that's where in the press comes from. When I wake up every day, I'm staying in the press. No matter what challenges come my way, I'm staying in the press. No matter what people do or say, I'm remaining in the press. And I know that as long as I have the Lord on my side, then I'm going to make it to the other side of whatever comes my way. So stay in the press. And that is my mission to compel others to go on the journey with me for us all to stay in the press. I thank God again for everything he's doing in my life. And I thank God for you all being so supportive. I thank you for the kind words and the emails and the different things that I receive. I thank you so much for that. It truly means a lot. And, and, and I really appreciate that. My email address is thepressongirl101.com. My website, The Press On Girl, will be back up soon. Still working on it. The Pog Shop, The P-O-G-G shop.com is still up and I have some items that are still available on there, hoodies, shirts, and different things. Go on there and show some love and support. I also have my book, God Through Jesus. Nothing can separate you from his love. And I want you to Get that in your mind. No matter what goes on in this world, no matter what happens, no matter the situation, God loves us and nothing can separate you from his love except yourself. We have to accept all that God has for us because he loves us just that much. I'm just thankful to God for my children, how he continues to keep us, cover us, and take us through each and everything that goes on in and around our lives. And I'm going to speak to you today about choosing. I'm going to speak to you today about choosing. I have uh, been, I always pray. I pray every day. I say, Lord, take everything out of me, everything in my life, every thought that I have in my mind that goes against your will, even though I may not act on it. Lord, deliver my mind from the thoughts because we're presented with thoughts on a daily basis. The enemy comes and just things run through our minds. But Lord, I want to be delivered of even the thoughts. God, deliver me of everything within me that does not I line up to, to your will for my life or is contrary to your will for my life. And so I'm always saying, Lord, deliver me. But I added something this time as I was praying. I said, Lord, I choose you. 
I choose you. There is a passage in the Bible that says, choose ye this day who ye will serve. And there's also another passage that says, if the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, follow him. I wanted to speak to you about this today because I think it's so important for us to affirm to God and make that conscious choice and let him know, I choose you. I choose you. I thought about this from the natural perspective where we want to be in marriages. I was looking at this show and the show is about not meeting your spouse until you're at the altar and then you decide, oh, you know, I'm going to be with this person at first sight. We're going to go on and get married. And so I saw this show and I began to watch it. I had never seen it before. I thought was like, what kind of concept is this? This doesn't really make sense. But I watched it and I was like, wow, okay, it's pretty interesting to each his own. But they made a conscious decision and a choice that they were going to do what it took for that to work. Many of them did and many of them may, hey, it just didn't work. But here's my thing. When we make, when we have something in our minds that we want, we make that choice that we're going to do what it takes to make that work. And that means that we tell the people, you tell people, the other person, oh, I love you and I want to make it work. And you show them, you don't leave it to for them to just know, oh, I know this person loves me because they're with me. Or, oh, I know this person. They want to be with me because they're here, but you let them know. And I thought about that. And I said, Lord, I choose you every day. I affirm it. I say it. It's new and fresh to me every day. God, when I wake up, I'm making this conscious choice and letting you know that I choose you. There is no doubt. There is no wondering. There is no maybes. There is no straddling. There is no, oh, I'm going to be here today and here tomorrow. But Lord, I decided that I'm going to choose you because I love you and I want you in my life. And if that means that there are changes that I need to make within myself, I want to make those changes. If that means that there are things that I need to do within me to be a better person, then that's what I want to do. Because I don't get it right every every day. I don't say things always the way that I should say them. I don't go in the direction that you tell me to go all the time, God. I'm not perfect, Lord, but I choose you. And in that choosing, it is inclusive of behavior that, that shows just how much I choose you. I want my behavior to change, Lord. I want my thought process to change, God. I want everything in me to line up with who you are in my life. And it does not matter what goes on around me, but God, I'm affirming to you today. And when I wake up tomorrow, I'm going to say it. When I wake up the next day, I'm going to say it. I'm going to continue to say it. And I'm going to continue to show just how much I choose you because you mean that much to me, because I want you to know it, because I want you to feel my, I want you to feel that I love you, Lord. I want you to know that I love you, Lord. I want you to know that I'm not following any other God. I want you to know that I accept the gift of Jesus in my life. I accept that you sent him to die for me. I accept that you offered him up as a sacrifice. And so in that acceptance, I want 
want you to know that I choose. I choose you, Lord. And I love you, Lord. And I thank you, God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. And I need you each and every day of my life. I don't want to leave it to chance that maybe you don't know it, God. But I want you to know it every day that I choose you. And in choosing you, I don't want anything in my life to be a hindrance. And along with that, guys, I was watching on, I had, I don't really get on, um, I'm not really a social media person. I have Facebook. I have in the press, my Facebook page, check that out in the press, but I have an administrator that, uh, does that, uh, put posts up and I go on and look at them. And uh, so I'm not really a Facebook person. I used to be into Instagram and kind of watch because I like the news. So I always like to stay abreast of what's going on in the world. So I always like try to watch things or follow things that are uh, showing me what's going on. And, you know, maybe the city that I'm in or just all across the world. So I may get on from time to time for that, but I'm not really a Facebook person. I'm not really a uh, Instagram person. I'm not really a, um, it's another, oh, YouTube. I go on there for like songs and things like that. So I may go on there for things that I need, but I don't really get so uh, caught up or in tune to them that much. Like I used to, I used to now, I used to, I'm not saying I didn't, I used to be on like Instagram, like constantly. That was my thing. Like, if you want to know what's going on, Hey, I'm going to Instagram. That's what I would do. But I don't uh, do that anymore. Um, because I find that a lot of things that are out, there, it's just too much. Sometimes it can be too much, but I was on YouTube because I was looking for a song and as I was looking for a song, um, just going to different people, just going looking for different songs. Uh, I began to see all these different posts with like church heard and all this stuff going on. I'm like, what is going on? Like I saw the church right here and this person was her. This person was on the computer and cussing people out and they were uh, in the ministry. And this, I'm like, what is really going on? And I began to just really think about that. And I said, Lord, please never let me get to that place. I've seen a lot in church. I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of things happen. I've seen how people act. I've seen it. I've seen it to the point where it's like, are you serious? Like, is this really what salvation is? I've seen it. And I've even at once been in my life have backslid and was that person that thought I was saved and I was not. And I'm not speaking about anybody else. I'm talking about me. Uh, I thought that I was saved and I was, I, I thought that I was saved how I should be. And I got angry with God because I was seeking marriage. I wanted to be married. I said, Lord, I want to be married. I'm living for you. I'm doing everything you want me to do. I'm serving you. I'm at church every week, everything that comes up up here. And I want to be married. And I didn't receive that. I didn't get what I wanted or I felt my, me and my natural flesh, myself. I'm talking about me. I didn't get what I thought that God should have given me. And I was angry with you. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. I was angry with God and I stopped praying as much as I used to. And I stopped fasting and I stopped consecrating myself and I stopped really dedicating my life and my mind and my heart to God. I just was angry and there was a wall and I was still attend church. I was still um, go and do the things that, um, that I was doing, but I was angry with God. And then the enemy came and he was able to come in. And the things that I thought that I was delivered from, I was not lust, flesh, sexual desires. And I allowed the enemy to come in and I failed. I failed. I failed God and I failed. And I got into a relationship that I shouldn't have got into. And, uh, and it 
had a sexual relationship with someone that should not have happened. And it's a lot that goes a backstory to it. But I got into that situation and it was worse. Actually, I'm thinking I'm mad with God and I'm like, whatever. I'm mad. I'm angry. I've been serving God. I don't care. Why would you do this to me? Why would you allow this to happen to me? You know, why wouldn't you give me what I asked for? I mean, I'm talking like flesh. I'm talking in the flesh. Gave up, wasn't praying, doing anything. And I failed. And I'll get into that story one day. I'll talk more about that. That's not my uh, aim on tonight. My aim is for us to uh, not allow the distractions and the things that happen in this world to make us stop serving God. But I was so angry and I was not delivered in the at the time, at the place, in the place, and at the time how I thought I was delivered. And I fell hard. It was it was so shameful and embarrassing to walk through um, that situation and go through that hurt and that pain of still not receiving what I wanted and falling and in a situation with someone that was uh, married, which I thought was going through separation. It was a lot of things that went on to it. None of that is an excuse. It doesn't matter. None of it is an excuse, but it still happened. And so I fell hard and I was so hurt and I was so angry and um um, and then once it, I was coming out of it, once um, I was coming out of that situation, which was so hurtful to me, I I had to really go back to God. I had to go back to him. And I said, Lord, you know, I really want to be saved this time. I really want to be saved, really. And the reason that that was so bad, I'm saying church hurt. I'm saying that, you know, because I've seen all this church hurt because it was someone that was in the church. It was. It was someone that was in the church. But the reason that I'm saying all of this is because we experience so many different things in church. We see things happen in the church. We see people that are uh, professing salvation. And I, like I said, I once was, and then we deal with all of these things and we have, but we have to recognize that we're all human and we all have flaws. We all make mistakes, but we all have to continue to press and pray and make sure that we're truly delivered. But at any rate, I fell hard and I was so ashamed. I was so hurt. It was one of the worst. Oh my God. It was so much to come out of that. It was hard. It was difficult, but I said, Lord, I really want to be saved. I mean, truly to the core. I really, really want to be saved, God. I want you to deliver me and take every single thing out of me. So every committee I was on, guess what? I stopped doing them. Even working in the kitchen, trying to serve church people, I stopped doing it. Not because there was anything wrong. I stopped because I wanted to have an uninterrupted um, pursuance of God. I didn't want anything to interrupt me or to stop me or distract me. So everything that I was doing, just going to church, just to go, just to be in the midst, just to make sure I didn't miss a day. I stopped doing all of that. And I really, but I had to go back to the Lord and say, Lord, I'm seeing I said, God, I'm sorry, Lord, Lord, I'm so sorry, God. I'm sorry that I allowed myself to get caught up in this situation. It doesn't matter what I thought about the situation. It doesn't matter if I thought that should have been me that was getting married. It does not matter. None of that makes a difference, God, but I'm sorry, Lord. And I was angry with you. I said that I would never serve God. 
God. Again, I was angry with God because I felt like the Lord had let me down. He disappointed me. He allowed me to go through that hurt in your mama, 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 and that pain. He allowed that. And I was so angry and I was so hurt. And I said, and you have people that are professing salvation, yet you see these different things, people, the different ways of people. I was not planning on going this way tonight, but I'm just going to go with it. And you see all of these different things happening. God, you allow me to be hurt, God. My heart was not covered, God. This happened to me. I was so angry. Oh my God. I was so angry. And I said, Lord, forgive me. I had to go back and ask God to deliver me. I had to go back and ask God to forgive me. I had to understand that I was not completely delivered. I had to understand that I had allowed the enemy in and I had to, I had to understand that I needed to truly down in the researches of my soul be delivered. After that situation, I miscarried. I had a child and I miscarried. I was pregnant. I miscarried. The person was still married. They still, uh, they went, they went back to their person uh, that they were with or never really left, but I thought that it was like a done situation. But at any rate, I was uh, miscarried and it was the hurt. Oh my gosh. It was so, so hurtful. Lord, it was hurtful, but I had to go through it. And one of the things that I learned, and I'm only telling this testimony to the glory of God and because the Lord brought me out. One of the things that I learned is you have to face your mistakes. I don't care what happens around you. I don't care how people act in church. I don't care what they do. I don't care what's done to you. You played a part in it also. And I had to accept that. And you have to face the music. When you do something wrong, when something happens in your life, you have to stand up and face You have to face it and you have to keep moving. I don't blame anyone for what I went through. I don't blame them. I thank God that he brought me out of it. I thank God that he gave me another chance, but I got off of everything. I didn't do anything. I didn't get on any. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. People would ask me to do stuff and I felt bad because I'm a doer. I just want to do. I just want to work. But I stopped because I said, Lord, your relationship, your relationship, my relationship with you is more important than anything else. I have to let all of this go just to show you how much I need you in my life. I had the Holy Ghost before. I had the Holy Ghost. I had spoken in tongues. I had the Holy Ghost. Then I stopped praying, like I said, and, and just got so despondent and angry with God. I can remember to the day when the Holy Ghost fled from me. Don't think just because you speak in tongues or you had a Holy Ghost, that it will not leave. I can remember to the day when it left. And I remember that I felt empty. I had nothing. I felt so empty, so alone. And I had to build myself back up. I had to build it up. And don't get me wrong, there were people that were encouraging me around me. I'm not saying that there was not, but I had to find out myself and I had to go to God for myself to be truly, true. hallelujah, truly delivered. You're going to see a lot when you attend churches. You're going to see a lot in your life, but do not let that stop you from serving God. You have to make that choice and you have to say, God, I don't, I don't care what happens. That's why I'm so determined to press. That's why I'm so determined to keep going. That's why I'm so determined to show God just how much I love him because I failed before and it wasn't God's fault. 
it was mine. But you're going to go through some things in life. You're going to go through some things in the church. You're going to feel some hurt. You're going to feel some pain. But guess what? That's not your reason for attending church. You have to stand still and say, Lord, I want to be delivered. I want to be saved and sanctified. I want to be filled with the Holy Ghost. He the Holy Ghost. And if that means I have to stay in one spot and not move God and show you just how much I love you, show you just how sorry I am, then that's what I have to do. That's what I have to do. And that's what I did. I begged God. I said, said, Lord, please give me the Holy Ghost back. Oh, and it didn't happen right away. It took some deliverance. It took some pressing. It took some crying out. It took some praying. It took some fasting. It took some consecrating myself, separating myself. It took for me to do some things. It took a long time. It took some time. And I was praying. I said, Lord, I am sorry. God, I was wrong against my body, against myself. I have been celibate for so long, not celibate, but I have been saving myself for so long. I have children, but when I got into church, I wanted to follow everything that I was supposed to. So not having sex was a part of that. And that's why I was, oh my gosh, it had been years. It had been a long time, a long, long time. And then when I fell, when the enemy came in in that situation, that was the most hurtful thing. So not only did I have to, I felt bad because I had saved myself for so long. It was years, a long time, years. So I fell from that. Then I was angry with God. I fell and I dis, I felt that I disappointed God. I felt that he would never love me. I felt that I was just, I was so shamed and I disappointed and I felt I hurt myself, my body. I just felt bad. But you know what? I said, Lord, I'm going to stand in the face of this mistake. I'm going to stand in the face of this sin. I'm going to call it what it is. I'm going to stand in the face of this sin, this error of my ways, this mistake, God, this problem that I have. And I'm going to stand up and I'm going to serve you and follow you. And I'm sorry. And I want you to know I'm sorry. I want you to know that I choose you. That's what I began to do. So every day, that's what I would do. I let go of everything. I stopped looking at others, pointing the finger at others because they are not in charge of your destiny. That's what I want you to get. I don't care how much people hurt you. I don't care how much they talk about you. I don't care what they do to you. You are in charge of your destiny. You are in charge of what happens to you. You are in charge of where you're going in your life. And I thought that I had been delivered, but I was not. And the devil will play on the very thing that was a problem in your life. I had had a sexual issue and the devil played on that. The devil used me. He used me in that. And I allowed someone to come in and we did what we should not have done. But I said, Lord, forgive me. Lord, take it out of me, God. Lord, heal my heart, God. Heal my mind and deliver my mind. Set me free. Hallelujah. Set me free, God. In the name of Jesus, it does not matter what happened to me. It does not matter why I did what I did. It does not matter what I thought when I did it. Your your way is right. And we don't change and do what we want to do just because we feel like, oh, this has happened to me. Oh, we don't, we make excuses for ourselves, but it's not 
we're not supposed to do that. And I said, Lord, forgive me. And I was determined every single day to go after God. That's what I did. I said, Lord, I choose you. I prayed. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't get on anything. I prayed and I prayed until I heard the spirit of the Lord say to me, stop begging me and just praise you. Hallelujah. Stop begging. Just praise me now. Just praise me. Just give me a praise. I've forgiven you. Now just give me a praise. And I began to praise God. I didn't care what happened. I didn't care what was going on. I just praised him. I praised him and I praised him and I thanked him. I stopped begging. I didn't do any of that. I just praised him. But I meant it from my heart that I chose him. I meant it in my spirit and my soul that I chose him because I wanted to live for him. And I wanted him to know that I meant business. And eventually, after some time, I did speak in tongues and the Holy Ghost came back into my life. And I can remember that day, too. I can remember when I first got it, when I lost it and when I got it again. But it's no joke. It's serious business. And you can be kept if you truly want to be kept. But you have to get out of yourself. Get out of the flesh. Stop looking around at what's going on around you. Stop feeling like, okay, God has forgotten me. So whatever, I'm going to do what I want to do. That's not the type of relationship that we need to have with God or should have with God. We have to say, God, I mean business for you. You are the Lord God, and I'm going to follow you. I'm choosing this day to serve you. And that means that no matter what comes or goes, I'm going to serve you. I said, Lord, deliver me from every sexual desire, God. Hold my body, God. Help me to wait, and he's been doing that. Lord, help me, God. Help me. Lord. I want to press on God. I don't want to be caught up, Lord. I don't want to be stuck, God. I don't want to be angry with you, God. I don't want to do anything that's contrary to your will. I don't want to use my body in a way that I should not use it. I don't want to say anything that's outside of your character. Yes, I have done things. I've been experienced rape in my life. I've experienced molestation in my life. And so from a young age, that was just a part of those feelings. It was just a part of it. But Lord, help me. I don't care what I experienced, God. I've experienced it. It was done, God. But I want to move forward, Lord. Help me to continue to move forward. Help me to let go of every sexual thing. Help me to move forward, God. Help me to keep pressing, God. Help me to let go of everything that's not like you, Lord. Every sexual desire, every sexual sin, every sexual thought. God, help me, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Porn, God, help me, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Help me to move forward. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And he did just that for me. He did that just for me. And so every day when you hear me thanking God, when you hear me praising him, when you hear me giving him the glory and the honor, I do it because he's so good to me. He brought me out. He brought me out of sin and shame. He brought me out of depression. He brought me through it. And I love him.
And I want them to know not only that I love them and I need them, but I choose him every day of my life. I pray that you get something out of this. I pray that when I speak and you hear me talking about pressing to God, that you get something out of it. Because this is serious business to me. I didn't mean to go this way on tonight. I didn't mean to go this way on today. I always just ask God to give me something. And then I write it down. And then I say, okay, Lord, but if you want to have your way, God, have your way in my life, God. Have your way in what you want me to say. This is not my podcast, God. It's yours, Lord. I'm just a vessel and I want to be used by you, God. And I thank him. I thank him for doing just that. I thank him for being so good. I want to just say this to you. All of us are in various stages of salvation if you're pressing towards God in your life. You may be in a different stage than someone else. You may feel like, why do they act like that? And you don't understand why. God may be dealing with them at a different stage than you are. We're all at various stages. We all uh, have, if you're pressing towards God and you said that you want God in your life, we all are in just in different places. So we need to stop looking and pointing a finger at one another. Yes, I've been hurt. Yes, I've been scarred. Yes, I still see people do stuff in church. And I'm like, are you serious? Yes, I do. I see it. But I have I become tone deaf. I start saying, Lord, don't even let me see it. I still see things, but I say, Lord, I don't want to see. I want to come to church and I want to praise you. I want to look up and give you the glory and the honor. I want to walk this walk and I want to live for you. I want to serve you. I need you in my life each and every day. Whatever it is that is a stronghold in your life, God will deliver you from that stronghold. I know because he did it for me. He He'll deliver you from sexual, sexual things that continue to stay in your mind. And I don't trust me. Thoughts, you're going to be presented with thoughts, but he will keep you. He will keep your body. He will keep you where you don't have to fall. He will keep you where you don't have to succumb to anything that comes into your life. You can have those desires, those fleshly things delivered from your life, but it's a daily press and a daily walk. And no matter what people do all around you, you can continue to press. You don't have to be a drinker. You don't have to smoke. You don't have to be caught up in sexual addiction or porn or any of those things. You don't have to do the and how do I know? Because God did it. He did it for me. And I said, Lord, I want to break any cycles that has happened in my family and in my life. I want to do better. So I interrupted the flow in my life. I wanted to break the chains in my life. I wanted to do differently than I experienced in my life. And I hurt for a long time, but God delivered me. God delivered me when I begin to be honest with myself and say, this is my problem. This is what's going on in my life. I fail God when I hate that I failed and I hate that I failed him. I hate, I felt that God was disappointed. I felt the shame in my life. I felt a hurt in my life. I said, Lord, I shouldn't have, Lord, I shouldn't have done this. Lord, why did I allow myself to be caught up in this? But the flesh can be strong if you're not in prayer, if you're not continuing to consecrate yourself, if you're not continuing to separate yourself. Sexual demons can 
can be strong. Drinking, smoking, all of these sins can be strong and they can overtake us. And I said, Lord, I'm being honest with you. I have failed you, Lord. Forgive me, God. Deliver me, God. Take this out of me, God. I don't want to continue to leave to be this person, God. If I'm saying I'm serving you, then I want to serve you. If I'm saying I'm living for you, then I want to live for you. If I'm speaking this life and acting like I'm walking this walk and I'm at every church service and I'm at everything that goes on, then God, I want to mean business. For you, Lord, deliver me, God, in the name of Jesus. I don't care what happened in my past. I don't care what was done to me in my past. I don't care what I've seen. I don't care what I've experienced. I don't care what they said to me. I don't care what they did to me, Lord, but I'm standing for you. Lord, I want to stand for you, God. I want to live for you, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And so everything that I've done, I took it and I laid it out in front of them. And I said, Lord, I I was wrong. I don't care if I thought that was for me. It was not for me. It was not for me, God. Forgive me, Lord, and take this out of my life, God. Take it out of my mind, God. Take it out of my spirit, God. I want to be saved, Lord. I want to live saved, God, in the name of Jesus. And that's what began to happen. So again, when you hear me speak this, when you hear me talk about this, I'm talking about what I know. I'm talking about what I experienced. I'm talking about the real deliverance of God. I'm talking about how he will bring you out of sin and shame. I'm talking about how he will take you through every challenge in your life. I'm talking about how he will heal and deliver your mind in the name of Jesus. But you have to pray. You have to fast. You have to separate yourself. You have to be godly sorrowful. You have to repent in the name of Jesus. You have to do this if you really want to be free. If you really want to be whole if you really want to live for God, these are the things that you have to do. So choose, choose and whatever your problem is. Say, Lord, deliver me. Lord, take it out of me. Lord, help me. God, I want to be saved. God, I want to do your will, Lord. I want to do what you have for me to do, God. Help me to stand. Help me to stand, God. Help me to stand, God. Help me to stand, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I don't care where they are in their life, Lord. Deliver them and heal them at your time, God. But this is my time, Lord. Help me right where I am, God. This is what I want you to say to the Lord. Lord, I have this problem. Input what your problem is and say, Lord, deliver me. At one time, I had to say, Lord, I keep thinking about this. Lord, I've been raped. Lord, I've been molested. All these things have happened to me. And I've had sex on my mind from a young age. Lord, deliver me of that. Lord, take that spirit off of me, God, in the name of Jesus. If it's drinking for you, if it's smoking for you, if it's pornography for you, if it's just being evil, if it's unforgiveness, if it's just being mean, if it's envy and jealousy, if you're a liar and a thief or whatever it is in your life, whatever your stronghold, you can be free in the name of Jesus. You don't have to have these addictions. You don't have to 
have these problems. You can be free. Yes, the devil will continue to try to speak to your mind, but every day you say, Lord, I choose you, God. Lord, I choose you. And I'm going to continue to serve you. I'm determined to follow you. I won't give up, God. I won't let go, God. I won't turn back, God, but I need your help. That's why you hear me praise him so hard. That's why you hear me when I'm going forth and I say, Lord, I love you so much, God. I know what you can do because he's done it for me. I'm not talking about something that I've seen happen in someone else's life. I'm talking about what the Lord has done for me. I'm talking about how he has kept me. I'm talking about even when I gave up on him, he gave me another chance and picked me back up. And he brought me through the shame. He brought me through the hurt. He brought me through it. That's what he'll do for you. That's why I choose him every day. That's why over my family, I choose him. That's why over my job, I'll choose him. That's why over any finances, I choose him. No matter what's going on in my life, I choose him. And that's what you have to do. You have to choose him. Whatever's going on in your life, whatever hurts you have, whatever areas you are not healed of, you can be healed. You can be set free. You can be delivered. It's not too hard for God. I know because he did it for me. Oftentimes in churches, they don't talk about these things that are have us bound and have us going through these sexual challenges. These things get that continue to just stay in our minds. They don't talk about stuff like that. I'm not talking about my church because we talk, my pastor does talk about that. But you have to be delivered and you can be delivered. You can be free, but you you have to decide it. You have to choose it. You have to affirm it every day. And you have to say, Lord, take all this stuff out of me. I don't want to be like this guy. I don't want to use my body in ways that I shouldn't, God. I don't want to seek after something or someone that's not mine, God. I don't want to be open to someone coming to me and presenting something to me. And I'm accepting it. And I know that it's not what you have for my life, God. I'm better than this. I'm better than that, God. I'm better than that. And I want want to do what you have for me to do. That's what you have to make up in your mind. That's what you have to determine in your mind. Yes, I go through. Yes, the enemy comes to me all the time, but I fight it and I say, Lord, I give this to you. Lord, I love you. The blood of Jesus shall prevail in my life. The blood of Jesus I place in front of the devil's face. The blood of Jesus is going to carry me. No matter what you bring to me, I still am going to serve God. Devil, that's that's what we have to do. If it's sexual addiction, you can be free. If it's pornographic porn addiction, you can be free. If it's drinking or smoking, you can be free. If it's homosexuality, you can be free. Whatever it is, you can be free. You can be free. I don't care what it is. Put it in that blank space. Lord, deliver me from and put that whatever it is. Put it right there because the Lord can and not only can he, but he will deliver you. Don't give up. Don't look around at what's going on around you and how people act and feel like, oh, I can't do this. Yes, you can. I don't care what happens around you. Yes, you can. You can be saved. You can be sanctified. You can be filled with the Holy Ghost. You can have power to go through these challenges challenges in life, you can make it. 
I thank you so much. I thank you so much for listening on tonight. I did not mean to go in this direction. I was totally going in another direction, but the Lord had me to go in this direction. And I just want you to understand that you can be free. I want you to understand that you can be delivered and you can be whole. You can be, but you have to choose God. And once you choose him, you have to continue to stay focused, praying, fasting, consecrating yourself, which means separating yourself from things that are not like God. Stand just focused on God. Lord, I'm staying separate from that. I'm letting these things go out of my life. Lord, I want to live for you. Lord, I love it. That's what you have to do. I mean, because you're going to go through. When I fail, people talked about me, shamed me. They made it seem like I was the worst thing in the world. It was just horrible. It was all my fault. It was just horrible. But I said, Lord, I'm standing in the midst of this mistake and I'm going to keep pressing. People still don't like me because of it. But guess what? I serve God and I'm, that's my determination. That's my focus. I can't worry about how people feel about me. I can't even worry about the things that people did to me prior to that, how people acted and still act towards me. It, I say, Lord, I'm going to serve you. Lord, I'm going to praise you. Lord, I'm going to press towards you. Have people still walk past and don't speak. Have people still have little stuff to say, little slick stuff. Lord, I'm going to serve you and press towards you and pray you because you are what I need to make it. And nobody, and I mean, nobody is going to make me lose out on what God has for me. And I hope the same. And I pray the same thing for you. I thank you for listening on tonight. And I just want to pray really fast. Father God, in the name of Jesus, to those that are listening on tonight, God, you know, I didn't mean to go this way. You know what I had wrote down, God, but I don't know if someone just needed to hear this. Lord, I pray for them right now, God, in the name of Jesus, whatever they're going through in their homes, in their lives, in their mind, in their spirit, God, I pray for them right now, Lord, deliver them, God, save them and sanctify them, Lord, fill them with the precious Holy Ghost, Lord. Lord, help them to serve you and to follow you, God. Let them know that you love them, God. But above all, let them know that when they choose you, they have to follow you. They have to serve you. And you've given us the principles and the tools we need to be able to do so. God, keep them and cover them and deliver them from everything that's not like you. God, I love you. I love you so much, God, and I thank you. And to you that's listening, I love you, but God loves you even more than I ever could. And he will bring you out unlike I could ever bring you out. And I and I believe that if you just dedicate your life to him, if you just serve him, that he will do those things for you just like he did for me. It's not too late for you. It's, it's not too late. You're not too old. You've not done so much that God won't deliver you. He will, but you have to just have faith, believe, trust, and remain in the press. Until next week, have a wonderful week. God bless you. In the press, it's in the press, it's in the press.